Hey everyone, welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast, the premier podcast for single player gamers to find out about good single player games to play and to find out who is playing them. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we got us a dope guest today. Joining me is Michael Toon Santiago, the premier gamer. He is everywhere everywhere all at once you know he's he's been exploring disney world he's been to pax recently he's been all over the place but i was able to pinpoint him like San- carmen san diego i was able to pinpoint him on the map and like harness him down a little bit so we can have him on the show so everyone give him a warm welcome michael thank you for being on the single player experience podcast how you doing today Thank you, thank you, Sebastian. I appreciate the intro. Uh, it's good. It's good to be with you again and doing another episode. Uh, I really, really enjoyed the first one um, talking to you. So I was uh, when you told me that you wanted to do more. I was like, I was ready for it and um, super excited. And I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, for sure. Glad to have you back. So, for the people who don't know you, can you give us a little bit of background? What you've been playing lately? Okay. Okay. So, um, I haven't, I just came back from Florida. I went to uh, Disney world. So I'm just starting to get back into gaming. Uh, uh, right now I'm trying to finish Hogwarts legacy, which we talked about before I started recording. Um, it's a, it's a dope game still. It's, it's still up there as my, like right now it's my game of the year Wow. only because the other games haven't come out. Right, mm-hmm. the the bigger the big hitters, right? The Diablos, the Starfields, and and uh, maybe Final Fantasy. I'm I'm a little worried about that. Um, Zelda, all all those big games. Right now, if if the year ended, it's a Hogwarts Legacy for me. That's that's for sure. I'm playing that on PS5. Um, having a having so much fun with that. Um, yeah, and uh, and and uh, I went to PAX and and there was a few games that I'm looking forward to talking about. Uh, letting the audience know, like, hey, look look forward to these games. There's some good uh, good stuff out there. Yeah, we're gonna have to dive into it during our PAX segment of the show. But before we get to that, you mentioned that Hogwarts Legacy is your game of the year so far. What have you played so far this year? Oh man, so this year, um, the game before Hogwarts Legacy. Came out a couple, I would say a couple weeks before was Hi Fi Rush. Mm-hmm. Now that game right there, whew, if it wasn't for Hogwarts Legacy that came out a little bit after, that was that was that was the game right there. The art style, I loved everything about it. Ten out of ten, and for it to be like the fir- like their 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 first, it's not a sequel. It's a new IP, a new idea. You know, it has a little bit of like uh, uh, Dance of the Necromancer, it has mm-hmm. a little bit of like the rhythm type vibe. Um, and it's, you know, just a simple third person action, uh, uh, like um, uh, ad- adventure hitter uh, action game. Yeah. But the, but the rhythm, uh, oh man, th- that game is unbelievable, man. I would love to just talk about it forever. Just the, the art style is incredible. So you have, you have like a comic book style. Cart- like a cartoony uh anime almost uh art style yeah which is amazing like you could take screenshots of it and just use it as your wallpaper that's how beautiful the game is um and then uh then the the way the combat works um you'd walk around the the world and uh when you're gonna attack the enemy you do it along with the music the soundtrack of the game and each level has a different sound uh different uh track 
So you're fighting kind of differently in terms of the combos and, and the combos have to match with the music. So you're in tune with that. And, uh, and then the world itself, the level design of like, everything feels alive with the music um, down to the protagonist where his chest is physically like connected to music, his heart. I mean, from the top down, that, that game is uh, incredible, man. I can't wait. As soon as I finish Hogwarts Legacy, because that's actually a big, big game. It's like mm -hmm. meaty, right? So, but I'm trying this year to finish games that I start. So I might end up playing less, which is, it, it is what it is. Because mm -hmm. um, me, I can play everything. You know what I mean? That's the problem. You know, I can <laughs> play everything and then I never finish stuff. So this year I'm trying to finish things um, just out of principle. You know, I, I want to yeah. finish. Because uh, at the end of the day, you don't have to finish a game. To, to like it, to love it, to appreciate it, to review it, to give impressions, right? Because uh, I'm, not, I'm not like a professional. I'm not like a journalist. So I don't need to finish the games like that. You know what I mean? Like my, for example, like my game of all time, like my favorite game of all time, Skyrim. But I've never beat Skyrim. At all? Always go, no, never. Never seen the credits. So what I would do is I would get far. And then I would stop playing, you know, play something else, you know, and then I would forget. And then I would go back and I'm like, ah, oh, it's been a while. So let me start new characters. And mm -hmm. then I would start a new character just because you love the game so much. You don't mind starting from the beginning. You know how many times I've gone through that wagon as the prisoner <laughs> in the beginning and it, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, um, you know, countless times, you know, different characters, different, um, Builds different and types stuff. of different builds, you know, where I'm trying to assassin or mage, you know, depending on the field too. Sometimes you just want to smash things, you know, with a with a d d uh, dual wielding, you know, hammer or something like that. Oh. So, you know, it depends on your emotions and stuff too. So, I played that game so many different times, different generations. Right, that game came out and everything. Right, that's one of the yeah. jokes about it. But it hasn't. Uh, I've I've never finished it. So. You don't have to be games like that um, to appreciate them. So, but this year is just a 2023 thing. I'm like, hey, let me try to finish games. So, so to, to circle back around, I'm going to finish Hogwarts Legacy, then go back to Hi-Fi Rush. Um, I'm trying to think of other games I played this year uh, to start the year. Um, also, like, you know, I'm doing a little bit here and there of Xenoblade. Xenoblade is a long game. <laughs> Um, you know, this is one of those games like, hey, I'm going to beat it, but it's going to take time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. hundred hours, especially when you're a new dad is, it's not easy anymore, man. No, nah, for sure not. For sure not. I, not underst I understand. Um, but yeah, like it's uh, been a lot of games to come out this year. I, you were mentioned Hi-Fi Rush with Chai and 808. It's mm -hmm. been very good. Um, but the art style of like, um, what is it? Jet Set Radio kind of meets like. I would say Sunset Overdrive and Jet Set Radio art style and yeah, I, yeah that kind of vibe. Um, I played and beat that one. Um, that was really good. And then I think another one I I did complete Hogwarts Legacy. Um, nice. as well. Uh, I didn't do all the side stories. Um, did you I, do the like the Sebastian one, the one yeah. where? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, okay. I did so, that one to completion. I am. Were you were you the one where you were like? Uh, Oh, let me let me let me get the let me get the spell. Let me get the dark uh, curse spell. Or, or you like, nah, I'm not gonna try to learn that. I didn't do it until the very end. But you know, like, mm -hmm. here's uh, it, it goes back to my big complaint about Hogwarts Legacy. It's like mm -hmm. 
Hogwarts Legacy, I think, is a good game, but not a good IP game, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I think this is a good video game, but I don't think this is a good Harry Potter game. Because, like, mm -hmm. I feel like for you to be a good game that represents an IP, you have to follow the rules of that IP pretty well. Right. And so, like, as a Harry Potter fan, like, I'm, um, it sort of bugs me that we're able to do the unforgivable curses without any punishment because like mm. in the it's well established in the books and the movies that if you do any of those it's a one-way ticket to ask a man yeah like a yeah. one-way ticket so it's like like just uttering the words is a, an illegal act and like even then like when moody uh Matt, professor moody was showing them the curses yeah. and everything like that he even states that i had to go get a provisional license and from the Ministry of Magic, just to show you these three curses. And, right, right. Yeah, and then and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of weight to that mm -hmm. scene or the, or the the chapters in the book where Moody is is showing them in the classroom the to the spider like these three yeah. different curses versus like yeah like you, you, that's one of the criticism Hogwarts Legacy is like you could learn it if you want you could do it if you want then you could just go about. Uh, your the rest of your day. That that's one of the issues with video games in general. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you could you could you know you could have all these side quests of just like oh save my kitty, but then you could have another quest where it's like I need you to kill these three hundred men. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just like okay, what what's going on here? Like you kind of have to take yourself a little bit out of it. Yeah. And like and and also like in Hogwarts Legacy, you're doing before you do any sort of curse you're doing way worse stuff i feel oh, like for sure for as, sure as the good guy yeah for like sure. I, I don't feel good at all in this game you know what mm -hmm. i mean this one point where you learn a spell where you could turn them into a barrel and then throw them barrel. yeah so you change that person's dna they're no longer them now they're explosive barrel that you could then toss it to his brethren right mm -hmm. that they would just tan it up five minutes ago before you show up right they were just talking about what they're gonna have for dinner and stuff like that next thing you know you barge into the camp you you turn your buddy into a barrel and you're mm -hmm. like what steve what the <laughs> and, then he, and then he throws the barrel right at you and you both explode to pieces yeah. and that's supposed to be the good curse i mean the good spell excuse me like yeah what's it, going yeah. on here <laughs> it, it is one of those things too and like I feel like good games where they represent their based on IPs. Like if you look at the Arkham games, like especially mm -hmm. like Arkham City, like everything makes sense in that universe. Like it feels yeah. like a Batman game. It feels you don't see Batman run around killing people, you know, mm -hmm. intentionally, you know. And yes. then like, and then if you go, if you look at the Spider-Man games, especially Spider-Man 2018, and then Spider-Man Miles Morales, like they even have a system to where when you knock someone off a building, like. They he Peter automatically yes. attaches a gadget to them and they swing upwards. It's like it respects the IP. So mm -hmm. like it that to me is like a little bit of the problem with Hogwarts Legacy. Is like I think it's a fun game, but it feels like it's a fable game. It doesn't feel like it's a. Mm -hmm. a it feels like there are pe like it's a good representation of Hogwarts, but not necessarily the world that Hogwarts is in. You know, right? My only my only uh, counter to that would be the world like the world building environments mm -hmm. and the the design there i think is as good as you're ever going to get to the ip 
Oh, for sure. In, in terms of like, if you go into Hogwarts and you walk around and um, you're in the staircase and all of a sudden Peeves comes mm -hmm. and he's sliding down the staircase and he's like, whoop-dee-doo and, and all that. Or if you're walking down the hallway and all of a sudden Peeves comes and he knocks this like random kid's books down and he's like, Peeves, man, I'm going to be late for class now. Damn you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like those little details or, or like the, um, the armor suits that are just standing there. And then one... Like you pass by it all the time, you you hear coughs or, or something every once in a while, and then just one time randomly you pass him by, and he knocks the other one down and beats him up and mm -hmm. and does all this stuff like all this like crazy magical stuff where the portraits actually come to life. It's not just like background stuff, which I find insane, like like crazy detail. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like to actually have moving portraits, just like in the movies or or in the in the books and stuff like that. Um, or right. if you go to Hogsmeade and you go to uh, all the different stores, you know, you have like the actual, like, um, what's the one where like the the the, the tricks and stuff like that? You could go in oh, there. And, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The trick shop. Um, the trick shop and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And you can see people outside of it every once in a while using some of the tricks they, that they bought and it might like mess up on them, which is which would happen in, in the world and, and things like that. Like that. That's why I would give it credit. Like they put a lot of work into like that stuff. Like outside of it, in terms of the gameplay, like yeah, some of it isn't like what Harry Potter would do. Like they had to come up with like just random like you hit R two and then you know like this these spells like without saying anything. Like in Harry mm -hmm. Potter, everything is you say something for for it to like come out. You know what I mean? Like it's a spell. Versus here, they had to come up with something where it's like you just. You know, R2, which is like you just shoot, like, a you know, just shoot suns. You could shoot rocks, minerals, and stuff like that. Or you could ta attack the enemies until you're ready for an actual combo. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's I a good presentation overall. You know, like, the game's yeah. presentation is phenomenal. Absolutely mm -hmm. phenomenal. And I think that's where they deserve all the credit. I, You know, it's just like, I just wish they kind of would stick a little bit more so to the rules of the, the mm -hmm. lore, so to speak. But yeah, it's a, it's a good game. I don't think it's like a eight out of ten for me I, I i have it kind of a on the six kind of bubble but like i don't think it's a bad game at all i do think um i, I do think in a stacked year i wonder mm -hmm. if it's going to be forgotten about though because it is a stacked year it is a stacked year I, I would say it will definitely be nominated for game of the year you think but so? yeah yeah for sure because mm -hmm. it sold it sold a lot too mm -hmm. along with the like initial like month long of like of uh, hype and and people you know posting on Twitter and talking about it and stuff like that it went on for a little more than a month and it made uh, you know sold a lot of units so those two aspects I feel like would help it Hi-Fi Rush I feel like it might not I hope it does but I feel like if any of the games are gonna get like forgotten about I would say it would be Hi-Fi Rush versus Hogwarts Legacy um. Uh, you know the the one for me the one thing I'm thinking of is like Elden Ring. Elden Ring, mm -hmm. you you could tell that was going to win the game of the year because it wasn't like one month and it's done. You know, if it, it, it started off by completely annihilating for uh, Horizon, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Horizon was like you know the talk of the town for like two seconds. Elden Ring came and it's just Horizon what? Yeah. And then it it wasn't a month. That thing was like six months. That. It was it was like a multiplayer game. People were helping each other. Communities were building. 
just to 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 help each other finish. Then you had the crazy um let me what is it let me solo her mm-hmm. became a, like a, this guy this random guy became a gaming legend, right? So that those type of stories are like game of the year type stories. So Hogwarts Legacy, I feel like um it, it had a little bit of it. Yeah. Um just because people enjoyed it so much and a little bit of controversy there, you know, with um JK and stuff like that. So I think that that's gonna keep it in in the in the whispers of game of the year time. I I think it'll be intriguing because I can see both of those games, um High Five Rush and um Hogwarts Legacy at the end of the year getting nominated for like adventure game of the year. Like the mm-hmm. action, but on like that game of the year spot, considering I think they only had like five or six. Is it like, really that that little? Yeah, like if we're talking about the game awards and such yeah. like that, it's yeah, like yeah. five that's or six. The, that's what I'm thinking, like the game awards. Yeah. yeah, if we're talking about the game awards, I think it was like five or six slots, and I'm like, that is going to be like, it's going to be hard to get in there because I'm like, mm-hmm. I think RE4 remake is probably going to, I think that's probably got a lot because I think that's ten out of ten for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm hearing really good things about Diablo. I'm thinking Diablo is probably going to get in there. Diablo, the beta was yeah. incredible. It was. Um, Breath, uh, like Tears of the Kingdom is probably going to be in there. And that's, that's a lock. That's like a Nintendo lock, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, so for sure. Some games you don't even have to play, and you're like, okay, so what do we mm-hmm. have for game of the year so far? We have Tears of the Kingdom. Wait, what? Yeah. How, what are you talking about? Like, that game didn't even come out yet. Oh, no, don't worry, don't worry. It's Tears already there. Kingdom, <laughs> uh, you know, we got Diablo probably, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. a lock. It's a then, lock. As yeah, a then you got game. Spider-Man and you got Spider-Man 2 and you got um um Starfield this year. If Starfield lives up to it. I'm like, that's already five slots. Some got to get knocked out at that point, you know? Man, the, the more we think about it, the more I'm getting worried about Starfield, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm getting worried, man. Because all these, all these games are coming out and they're coming out good, man. Mm-hmm. Like, no one, no one would have thought Hogwarts Legacy was going to be good like this. Nah. You know what I mean? So you have like... And and that's not even your big hitter. So imagine the rest of the year, you know what I mean? Hi-Fi Rush came out and swinging crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, then you have Diablo 4, which is, which is going to be a game changer. Then you have uh, potentially uh, Final Fantasy 16, which yep. has a huge fan base. And Spider-Man 2, oh man, the, the list goes on and on. Starfield, I'm nervous, man. In ter- it might be a good game, but in terms of winning game of the year, which so many people are expecting because it's, it's a Bethesda, like their new IP. Mm-hmm. It's Todd Howard. There's so many things uh, behind it. You know what I mean? It's Microsoft. It's it's the whole like this is their game. It's gonna be tough for them to win game of the year. And it's kind of it's kind of sad like that uh, the game got delayed. Yeah. Um, because uh, they really could have used like all that time because it's a it's gonna be a big game. They could have used all that time. For, for people to really experience the game. And then by the end of the year, they're like, wow. At the end of the day, 100 hours plus. I've had so much fun with this game. Versus what? It comes out in September. Then you have Spider-Man coming out soon. Wait, mm-hmm. isn't it like coming out? How yeah, close I think is that, it coming out? I think the rumored date, um, I think that was leaked by um, Tony Todd. Is, mm-hmm. is they're looking at the end of the September is what I'm... Yeah. So you literally have a couple weeks for a 100 hour plus game. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like this, this is not good for Starfield because Spider-Man two could be, like you said, some games are similar, right? Spider-Man two could be like Spider-Man one, but the problem is that is a almost a good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, 
you know, I mean, Spider-Man is was such a good game that if Starfield, man, Starfield needs to come out swinging to, the, you know, go, trying to get a grand slam with nobody on base. The crazy That's thing is, it's like, the crazy thing is, it's like, we're talking about game of the year. Starfield might not even be the best Xbox game this year. Because mm. I'm like, think about it like this. If it comes out and it's like a 7 out of 10... Like a lot of people got high fi rush, and a lot of in the end, like it can't have that happen, man. Nah, and then Forza Motorsport is coming out later this year. Yeah, well, I, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, I'm so. like, yeah, I'm like, it has no it, date. It might not even be the best like game on the console in the console you, this year. Do you know the type of like Twitter is gonna burn? Oh, for sure. If 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 Sony like the ponies, if they get the hands, mm -hmm. they get their hands on a comparison of High Five Rush and Starfield reviews mm -hmm. and the Metacritic, and it's like lower than High Five Rush. Man. Oh, it's it's a wrap. It's it's, a wrap. Almost, it's almost a wrap for the for Xbox man. See, they can't have that happen. That's the problem, man. High Five Rush was such a solid, such a polished game. And then, and then the problem with Bethesda is they they're known to have buggy games and mm -hmm. on release. So you have this game that's like, yeah, it's not the same size, but it's so polished. You know what I mean? It's so like perfectly designed. You know what I mean? Like it has to be. It has music that matches the gameplay and the combat, so it has to be like pitch perfect. Mm -hmm. You have a game like that coming out out of nowhere, scoring crazy nines, tens here and there. Starfield cannot come out with a seven. 7.5 it's got to come out with like nine nine and up yeah and is that even possible is that even possible if it was if it was right now if it was skyrim that came out in 2023 would that be enough like i don't even think so because right now so. skyrim is the top right now for me it's the apex mm -hmm. for, for bethesda for me and I, if it came out right now i don't think it would especially the way it's like buggy and stuff mm -hmm. like that initially it would get like an eight. It would get like a seven point five eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, man, makes me makes me nervous, man. I understand. There's a lot riding on it, especially for Xbox. I mean, like the the prince that was promised was supposed to be like Halo originally, and like mm -hmm. Halo came and went and didn't live up to expectations as far as like what we thought Halo should be and what it needed to be for Xbox in general. Yeah. And so right. like, yeah, it all, that adds more weight to Starfield because I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think Redfall is coming out the block swinging in a couple of weeks either. Mm. Like I think Redfall is going to come out and be maybe decent. I think a lot of people are just going to say this is far, like far cry with vampires. And I think right. it's, and I think it's going to come and go, but I mean, I, I hope I'm hope I'm wrong. I hope that's a dope game, but I don't think that's going to add to the portfolio of Xbox um, Game Pass like a lot of people hope it's going to. You know? Yeah, yeah I know, I know, I know. Um, we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, I, I have I have no idea how the game is gonna be. It looks okay. It looks mm -hmm. it looks good. Um, I get a lot of like Left 4 Dead meets whatever, maybe a Far Cry, you know, combo. Um, which is not really my thing. Um, the fact that it's on Game Pass is why I would play it. I would not buy it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I would not buy it. But I would play it on Game Pass because it's on Game Pass, obviously. It's just a download. Um, I like that it's multiplayer. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, so you could come up with a squad and, and, and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like, what was that game that came out for, that was Left 4 Dead? Um, Back for Blood. 
Back for Blood. That lasted like two days for me. Yeah. You know Same. what I mean? Like, I don't want that for Red 4, but is that what's going to be? Yeah, most likely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We just have to be honest. We've been playing games for, you know, for many, many years. So you know what it is. And I feel like this is going to be like, you play it for a little bit. It was it was cool and stuff like that. And and uh, it, it's probably not going to be enough. So, which makes it worse, makes it worse for Bethesda in terms of Starfield. And, and it has to, it has to hit. There's a, there's a lot of pressure there. Yeah, and imagine this: like Redfall comes out May to May the second, mm-hmm. ten days after. I mean, ten days before Tears of the Kingdom. Ten <laughs> days before te- Tears of the Kingdom. That's how long the that's how long that game's gonna last. That game's gonna last ten days. <laughs> yeah, ten days. No one's gonna talk about it on May eleventh. I can guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. Nobody's Every- gonna be talking about that. No, everyone. Well, you gonna know what they're gonna be talking the about? They're gonna be talking about Zelda, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> They're gonna be talking about Zelda, and, and you know, and um, th- there's gonna be unboxings. There's gonna be all types of videos, reviews, and uh, uh t- top ten things to make was <laughs> at the new Zelda thing, right? Because everything's about like you can make a boat with a fan and a and a and a couple pieces of wood. You put it together, and you <laughs> make a boat or something like that. You know, me personally, I'm not super excited for for the Zelda. I gave I gave the last one ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. I gave Breath of the Wild a ten out of ten. It was, oh man, I don't know if it's because the Switch is brand new and you got it in your hands, you got this brand new system. Uh, I don't know what it was. Um, some people don't like the art style. I thought it was great at the time. Yeah. Now I feel like, like it the art rough. style has is is looking rough. And I don't. I think God is. Thank God I'm not the only one. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking at this trailer. I'm looking around to see if. Anybody see what I'm saying? Like, this does not look good. No, nah. it looks super bright and and the color looks so watered down. Like, like what is going on here? And it looks empty. Like you, to me, again. I'm looking around. I'm like, I don't see anything in the world other than you. And maybe like, if you look in the <laughs> distance, you see maybe yeah. like a couple of like those goblin looking things. And I and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh my god, this done. This looks like a intro switch game and it also looks like a game that could ran like could run on the wii u because it's the exact mm-hmm. same game except with different with slightly different mechanics you know like right they it's... added a few things oh man i'm i'm so worried about this game though i don't i'm wor- i'm wondering why i thought the first one was so good was it because of the there's a new system i'm playing on a switch and it's brand new it's a new experience probably that's probably why at the end of the day yeah. like it was a new experience. Like you, Breath of the Wild was way different than any Zelda in the past. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some people appreciated, like me, I kind of appreciated the the vast nothingness. You know what I mean? You could just explore. You could hear the wind. You know, listen to music. You could make a, you could make a weapon, whatever. Like th- no one likes the durability of mm-hmm. aspect of it, right? But you could cook stuff. You could look in the distance. Like oh, if you wanted to, you could go straight to the bad guy. And beat them, if would have would have you know wouldn't stick. Mm-hmm. It, it may it may take you hours or whatever, but you could do it if you wanted to. That that was intriguing. Now it's like oh you could do that, um, but you could also build stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know if if I want that kind of experience again. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I understand. Last one was like a hundred hours for me, so I don't know if I want a hundred hours again of that with a little bit. Just you know, extra mechanics. Yeah. Or if it'll feel like DLC to you, you know, like it does. 
Yeah, so I That's get what it. Looks like. Yeah, I get it. It's like I I feel like there's there gotta be there's gotta be more than what we've seen because if it's just what we've seen, I'm like you. Like to me, it like you know, spoiler alert, everyone. Like Breath of the Wild wasn't a ten out of ten for me. Like I mm. was. It, like I, I'm be honest. Like I like worlds. I like open worlds where there's a whole lot in it, and it doesn't feel mm -hmm. empty. And I also like stories. Like I'm a big narrative guy. And right. Zelda, and Zelda, like Breath of the Wild, and this is going to be one of the most hot takes you'll probably hear on the internet. Is the exact same story as Avatar: The Last Airbender, but done worse. <laughs> it really is. It's like the guy wakes up from a coma. A hundred yeah. years have passed. He's got to go. Got to go learn from all the different kinds of elements and talk to the different people and such like that. Yeah, that's the exact same thing as uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, but worse. So yeah, you're you're actually right, man. You are actually right on that. I never even thought about it like that. It's yeah. True. I mean, he doesn't have to learn the elements of like fire, but like fire, wind, fire, yeah. air, you know, but he but learns. It's true. Like, there are like the bird, it represents like the yeah. wind and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You have the, the, the mountains and you have those guys. I always forget their, their names. The, the, the guardians or the guardian, yeah. the troll, uh, yeah. the rock troll guys. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Gor Gorgons. But you learn yeah. something from each of them. Like and you mm -hmm. learn something from each of them versus in, in the same way you had to learn the elements in the Avatar: The Last wow. Airbender. It's the exact that. same Has story. Has anybody made that comparison? I don't I've think so. I, I I don't think so. Like I was yeah. I was going crazy because like I didn't realize this until like I was rewatching the Avatar: The Last Airbender stuff, mm -hmm. and then like I was sitting on the couch and I was just like, maybe I was wrong about Zelda all these years, and right. I was and so I picked it up, it was playing it on the couch, and I'm like. I'm looking at this show and I'm playing this game at the exact same time. And I'm like, I think they're the exact same thing. I think mm -hmm. I'm playing this game that I'm watching, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like, it feels like the exact same thing, except like, I am, I'm liking Aang and his story a lot more because it has more personality of and course. the stories it has. There's to so tell. many people that like it, like it. I, I love Avatar. Mm -hmm. and, and the fact that like, uh, I forget the guy's name. You probably might know him, uh, the one that represents fire. Um, 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 Zuko, right? Zuko, yeah. I love his story because he's almost like a bad guy. You know what I mean? Like he has that like in, inner like rage like, and stuff like, like that. He's like their Vegeta. Yeah, he's like the Vegeta, which is like a classic <laughs> character. You know what I mean? Of of like the the the. Um, the like the dark good guy, you know what I mean? Like the mm -hmm. evil good guy. Um, I love stories like that. I love stuff that I love. Like the what are they called? Um, the character like anti anti hero yeah. anti heroes, mm -hmm. right? They're 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 doing good things, but it, they got a bad side to them, which is which is cool. You know what I mean? I love stuff stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I love uh, Avatar for sure. Um, yeah, I'm worried about Zelda. Not in terms of the reviews. I'm terms of talking about like I'm not gonna buy it. Mm -hmm. I'm 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 gonna wait. You know what I mean? Maybe rent it. Uh, my local library and stuff like that to check it out, but. Uh, I know the reviews are going to be high still just because of Zelda, which is kind of, kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I hate games that like you assume, like you already know it's game of the year, mm -hmm. but no one even played it yet. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that kind of bothers me. You know what I mean? Like, cause then you, then these companies, they like their standards, like they, they expect like less and less, mm -hmm. like they expect to give less and less to the consumer and expect like for, to always get the same praise. You know what I mean? Like, and then they just like, you're not gonna get innovation like that. You no. know what I mean, like, like this should be the criticism should be like, this is Zelda, this is Zelda Breath of the Wild 1.5. You 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is DLC. That should be the criticism, right? Because it looks just like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. I don't know. I understand. And, and it's not getting it's not getting much hate. I think a lot of people are afraid of Nintendo too. That's another thing. Like Nintendo They're... is notorious for like going hard on these journalists or mm-hmm. websites for for giving negative um, feedback or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, there's um, you know, it's it's life, and there's emotions behind it. There's a lot of politicking in life as well. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of that. Um, I also like we were talking about Redfall and our concerns for Redfall. Like, I just realized I was thinking about that. I was just like, before Redfall, another big game comes out, and it's a game that I'm probably going to be playing more so than Redfall, and that's like Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Like, another for me that's another like game of the year tender, uh, yeah. contender right there man the first one was so good so polished mm-hmm. so you know the combat was great the story was great um that comes man, out four man. days before redfall four days what? oh so yeah. you got oh no oh no my poor redfall <laughs> oh, so <man>. so <laughs> so that comes out april the 20th april 28th uh-huh. and then like so four days later may 2nd is supposed to be redfall and then right. 10 days after that, May 12th, is supposed to be Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Right. So, so you have... Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's sandwiched in between those two giants. Between two uh, two Game of the Year contenders. Yeah. yeah Red, sure. Red Bull is not going to be game, game of the Year contender. That, no. That's almost guaranteed, right? So if that's the case... Oh, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a new... It's a multiplayer game in between those. Because you got to give it some... some mm-hmm. There's some positivity there, right? You have single player, multiplayer, single player, right? Mm-hmm. You could look at it like that. So Microsoft is like, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of story. There's gonna be a lot going around before it comes out. And there's gonna be a lot going on ten days after it comes out. But we have to see if we could get some, get some like uh, community involvement for the multiplayer stuff like that for those couple of days. That way, yeah, they're gonna have Jedi and they're gonna have. Uh, Zelda, but those are single player experiences. You might want to switch to multiplayer here and there, and you, here's your multiplayer, Redfall. So they really, if they, if they're in terms of marketing, they have to push the multiplayer aspect of it. You know I, I mean? you know, I'm I was right there with you, and then I looked at my release date calendar right here, and mm-hmm. I happened to see that the Monster Hunter Rise DLC comes out on the 28th as well so that's that's for a lot of people that's a multiplayer thing you know yeah, like yeah it is and then like age of wonders 4 comes out that same around that same time and i'm thinking to myself i'm like okay so age of wonders or age of empires age of wonders 4 that age, age, of, age of yeah age oh. of wonders is a it's a different type of different type of game but like mm-hmm. yeah and i'm starting to think i'm like um Yee's um Yee's nine comes out as around that time frame as well, mm-hmm. which is like a big um JRPG. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I'm like, you're starting to dwindle the fan base a little bit because not all those people are going to be playing those uh, like playing those type of games, but a little bit of people are going to be playing like that like those types enough to like ten percent might leave for that game, and then another five percent might leave for another game, and then you have another like forty yeah. percent that might leave for the big two. So what are you left with? Is what my question. If you're Redfall, if push I, this, I, if I was Microsoft, the answer would be push it. Yeah, exactly. You have to push this game 
to the summer, maybe, and, you know? And they have an excuse right now. Maybe that's why they put the information out about 30 frames, mm-hmm. right? They, they're saying, oh, this game is going to be 30 frames. An update later will give you the 60, right? Okay, fine. Everyone is, oh, man, I can't believe Microsoft did it, blah, blah, blah. Microsoft now, because now they have a card that they could use. They could use the delay, delayed card and say, we listen to community feedback. We understand you guys want 60 frames. So guess what? It it was it was tough. We were in the board. We were in the boardroom. It was it was tough, and I fought hard for you guys. And guess what? I got it. The game's gonna be delayed until such and such, and we're gonna get you that sixty frames. <laughs> then they can look like the good guys, even though they knew they were sandwiched in between and they were screwed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that's their way out. I would go like what's today? Is it uh, like I would go like on a Friday? I'll go with tomorrow. I'll go Friday. Yeah. Hey, listen, you know, this is how you guys are going to start your weekend. Enjoy the games and stuff like that coming out this weekend. But just want to end the day by saying Red Bull is not coming out until until we pass the 60 frames. So we're going to give it a couple weeks, maybe whatever, whenever it's done. That That's their way out, man, because you got you got July's wide open, right? You got nah, July's wide open. Man, nah. <laughs> July's- what's, what's July? July's and July's their best day in the the best bet, but yeah, like yeah, you're right. You're right. I know Diablo's Diablo's in June. You're right, because um July is probably their best bet. Because I'm looking at Ju- July is like just Pigmen, probably just Pigmen mm-hmm. and and Legend of Heroes. So yeah, that that's probably the best bet because I would off- hit I would hit that July Fourth weekend like that, mm-hmm. like to give them that that weekend to like play all the multiplayer. Everyone's gonna be off. You get all the multiplayer people, holiday, you know, people are barbecuing. They're, they're more chill. They're more lax. You know what I mean? And they're more accepting of like, man, let me play this game. I know it was delayed and blah, blah, blah. But it, it gave me my 60 frames. I got the burger in my hand. I'm good. Chilling with the barbecue <laughs> now. I'm happy. Got the fireworks going on. Let me let me start this Red Bull. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. Do, man. That's what you need to do. Get out of the sandwich. You do not want to be the b- baloney. Between <laughs> between Zelda and Jedi, I'm telling you, you do not want that, man. You ain't even the baloney at that point. You're basically like the pickle off to the side. Yeah, you... <laughs> yeah you're like the lettuce that's like, they mm-hmm. look at it like, ah, oh, this got some brown in it anyway. I'm <laughs> taking it out. So And then smash. I don't need lettuce in my sandwich anyway. I don't Boom. either. Yeah. Damn, I don't man. So, Mike, what, 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 um... What is on your grill, though? What what would you be grilling on Fourth of July? Fourth of July, I feel like a cheeseburger is a must. Like okay, you gotta I have, you. you gotta have a cheeseburger. You gotta have the hot dog, but not not like a regular like regular looking hot dog. You need it burnt. Okay. You know I mean, you need like those that. hot dogs like you have some like mm-hmm. black on the edges and stuff like that. You know, a little bit like it looks like dry. It looks like it was sitting in the desert for like a couple of days. You know what I mean? That's the type of hot dog I want. Your hot dog um, look like jerky, doesn't it? Yeah, I want, <laughs> I want hot jerky instead of hot dog, okay? And uh, uh, th- those are the essentials, honestly. I'm not like a big, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, you know, you do not have to put chicken out there, you know, like. You going to put some ribs out there? Ribs, rib, ribs would be nice, but. My family doesn't really do ribs. I no. would love ribs. You know what I mean? But my family's more of a hamburger hot dog type of type of uh type of family. So 
and then uh, and then you got your your sides. You gotta have your potato salad, right? Mm -hmm. You gotta have your for my family. You gotta have the arroz con gandules, which is like the rice and the and the and the beans and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So those are the essentials. You know what I mean? Pretty simple. What about you? Yeah, about the about the same. About the same. I'm like, um, my like my wife's family where um is Hispanic as well, so they might do some elotes on the grill and such like that. So, oh, nice. Yeah, so some something to that nature. But um, but yeah, it's about the about the same. We might throw in a couple of um, might throw in a couple of steaks on the grill or something like that, or maybe like, or maybe some ribs or something like that. So about the, the about that kind of same old same old vibe. But yeah, you're right though. That's a good day for weirdfall. I'd be be good and full. Like I'm probably less critical at that time frame. Man, I, my I'm telling weekend. you, man. I'm, I hope Microsoft's listening, man. Yeah. It's smart. They'll be listening to the single player experience right now, <laughs> and they're getting that for free. They're getting mm -hmm. the best advice they can get for Redfall. Redfall is in trouble. Yeah, they, they have to know this. They have to know this. They have to be aware. And if they're not, then you know, some somebody's getting paid too much for for whatever position they got to be making those decisions. You know, yeah, you for sure. The latest. You have your out. The community is already upset about 30 frames. Get the game past the 60 by delaying it. It saves them two ways. That's that's double. That's and double. E and even to sweeten the pot, like you can go find a third party, like a third party, like company, like say they do like ease or like maybe like uh the Lego 2K Drive game or something mm -hmm. like that, and say like, hey. We'll pay for you to be on Game Pass and to make up that kind of like difference there. You, I'm like, just do a third party partnership and you can mm, say, that's hey, a good idea too. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. It's like, hey, we know you're missing out on Redfall. That like, we would love to give it to you, but you know, like, we're gonna delay that game. But as a special treat, we're gonna give you these these two games on Game Pass day one, and since they're dropping this this like, we can give you day one. You know what on they that. could do, which might be cheaper. They could put some like um ABK game in there. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They could put a Diablo 2 resurrected, get get their get everyone's waters, uh, their mm -hmm. beaks wet for the Diablo 4. You know what I mean? Um, you could put something like that or or whatever, whatever ABK game they um they they could pay whatever because it's their money at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, <laughs> they're sure. about to own it soon. So yeah, for sure. The money's just gonna come right back to them. Um, that's what I would do. It's a it's a cheap, uh, long like like long term. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a cheaper way of of doing it. You could get a game that that um that's similar to Diablo. I would say get Diablo two resurrected in there. Maybe Diablo three for people that still love that. Mm -hmm. And just say like, hey, here's here's a couple games to play in the meantime. Yeah, until like uh, Redfall is patched. You gotta then... do something like that. Do some kind of PR move like that. You know. Mm -hmm. No, for sure, for sure. Ah, oh, man. Well, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. So let's pivot. You and I went to a special conference uh, not mm -hmm. too long ago, and it was PAX East. This was both of our first times attending PAX. Um, I, I had a well, really actually, I went last year, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. You went last year. My, second my time. bad. My bad. This is your second time. So, yeah, my first time, your second time. How did you feel about the show overall, uh, the event overall? It was great, man. It It was great. I really wish... New York, because I'm closer to New York City. You know, mm -hmm. I'm four hours away from Boston, so it's a bit of a drive. Uh, and you're not anywhere near, right? No, so I'm in deep in the heart of Texas. I'm in Dallas, <laughs> Texas, so that was a, so, a mean yeah. plane flight. I know. So, you know, the, I don't know. Is there a PAX South? 
There used to be. There used to be a PAX oh, South here in Austin. I don't think they have okay, it anymore, okay. but I think they... I was going to say there should be a PAX in Texas, and there should be a PAX in New York, in New York City. Even mm -hmm. though it's East, I think New York City is its own, like, uh, beast, and mm -hmm. there's so many people there, and... Uh, uh, I really want the gaming industry to grow more in New York City. So I would love the Javits Center, which is kind of similar to what they have in Boston, mm -hmm. uh, to have its own like PAX, PAX NYC or something like that, or PAX NY, keep it simple. Um, and uh, that I loved it. I thought PAX was great. I thought uh, um, I went there one day. I went there Thursday. It's, a, it's like a four-day thing, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, mm -hmm. Sunday. I went there Thursday, which is usually the the quietest um, in terms of um, uh, con uh, population and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. The lines weren't too crazy. There was one game that had me like in a line for like almost an hour. Felt like um, that we'll we'll get into. Um, uh, but other than that, like it, it was it was chill. The vibe is great. Whole bunch, you know, you meet a bunch of gamers and stuff like that. Um, the setup is nice. You have a ton, ton, ton of games. Um, ton of different developers and studios. Then you have a whole back section that's about uh, board games and stuff like that. And then behind that is a, like a feels like a thousand tables that mm -hmm. people could use to play these board games that they're just purchasing. Um, it's it's a dope experience, man. So it really what was. What about you? What was your what was your first PAX experience like? Man, it was magical. It was it was a lot of a lot of walking, a lot of talking, but like it was um it was very fun. I I enjoyed the experience quite a bit. It was fun getting to meet and talk with um different creators and different like media people as well. So that mm -hmm. like it as a networking experience was really fun. Yeah. Um, but just getting to try out all these games and like put and like we play games all the time, but like it's kind of different when you have a face behind those games when you actually mm -hmm. see some of the yeah. people who are making them, and yes. it, it kind of it humanizes games a little bit more. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Yeah, so it was one of those things to where it was like a almost like a a humanizing experience to where like it felt like you were meeting faces and meeting people and then like just seeing happiness all around you it wasn't quite like you know you went to disneyland in the, in the last month it wasn't quite disneyland magical but it was right. that that sort of all good vibes where people were coming to celebrate some things that they loved and i mm -hmm. i love that i really do yeah yeah i i i fell in love with pax when i went i felt Ah, oh, God, you feel like you're home when you're when you're there with your when you're surrounded by by so many people that have the same interests as you. Mm -hmm. It is like the best feeling in the world, really. It really is. Um, and it makes me sad that something like E3's, you know, is suffering the way it is. And when when it should be the opposite, you know what I mean? Like we should have more of this stuff. Yeah. In different cities, in like the big big cities th throughout the country, we should have more events like this to celebrate gaming because it's really it's the best thing you know what i mean I, we both love gaming so much um and there's so many people out there that love gaming as well that want to talk about it experience it and and play games with the developers that's what mm -hmm. that's what's so great about pax you when you play a game you're playing a game next to the person that made it half the time right um yeah. and they're there to talk about not just the the behind the scenes of what it takes to make a game but you learn about um, about what what it takes to make a game, you know, like uh, how you can do it. Um, these are just regular guys that just have the same passion of of making a video game. They 
Um, and and they they talk, they teach you how it's done. They talk about the the behind the scenes of like what about what this game is really about, or mm-hmm. or or stuff like that. Insights. It's uh, it's it's great. It's, it's really a really good uh, experience. It really is dope. So, what was your highlights from PAX? What what games really stood out to you? Uh, so I I made a, like a list of a few mm-hmm. games while I was there. Um, I wanted to like highlight some of the good ones because last year it could be like overwhelming right there are so many games to play and i would watch um like uh iron lord podcast mm-hmm. they they would go to packs and they would pl- they would play so many games because there's a, there's a big team of them and they will spread out and stuff like that and or they'll have like a lot of interviews throughout the day so they play a bunch of stuff and you could you could go to packs and not even see these some of these games oh for there's sure so much to do which is great. It's a great thing. So I, the games that I played, uh, I wanted this year. I went last year. I played a bunch and and everything was all scattered. This year, I wanted to like play a bunch of games, but also like pinpoint which games kind of stood out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So I got a, I got a few. So the first one, um, I have I have two games. Or I have a couple games that like have release dates, which is cool mm-hmm. um, for those that like want to check it out. Uh the first one doesn't doesn't yet. Uh, it's called Tempest Rising. It's a it's an RTS. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you got to got to play that. It's a it's kind of like a Command and Conquer type thing, you know, with like like your typical RTS like um, action uh, war war game. So you just you it's like a PC game that you're just going about trying to kill the enemy. Um, it's just a dope uh, experience. RTS is I've always been like that good feel good type of game of just creating units you know what i mean and mm-hmm. it could be a little stressful you know you got to build this to to do this and uh, do you have enough soldiers my my biggest thing is like do i have enough you know what i mean like <laughs> i go i'm like sometimes i feel super confident i got three units of basic soldiers i got a couple guys with like extra stuff a grenade or whatever. i'm like i'm ready i got a tank i, I go <laughs> i go i go to the enemy and they're like black 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 and they mm-hmm. wipe me out in like two seconds no you know what I mean like and then not only do they wipe me out then they march on to my side like wait hold on, let, me, <laughs> let me rebuild they're like nah nah Mm-mm. nah we don't we don't like that you attacked us and then they come they start destroying my stuff and then then you get overwhelmed then all of a sudden you don't know how a mouse works you're like wait how does this I'm like what did, what did I do you know what I mean <laughs> you start panicking trying to rebuild units and stuff like that so RTSs have a place um to, you know place to stay like it's 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 thriving uh um, which is good that so, that's something that threw me off too because i'm not a pc gamer like yeah. i'm always like i if i play a game on pc i'm always still playing with a controller so like some mm-hmm. of the games were throwing me off like because i'm not used to yeah. mouse and keyboard at all but like yeah that tempest rise was a dope one I'm, i definitely have that on my list to check out yeah, so the the right now the I would I don't know if you played it uh the Age of Empires that that came to Game Pass and on the consoles. It Let came me... out this year like a, a um like a couple months ago I think. So Age of Empires 2 came mm-hmm. to uh, the Xbox console. I played that with a controller and it's actually really good to play with a controller. So it's a it's like an RTS style. Mm-hmm. Um and you're like, you know, you're it, instead of like um mechs or soldiers it's it's back in the day with like swords and shields and stuff yeah, like that medieval medieval time yeah, yeah exactly so um that plays really well with a controller actually 
Um, so I would definitely tell you to like check it out in case you like have that itch for an RTS. You know what I mean? Uh, I love I them. Say, I love them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would say check that out with the controller because they they uh, you know they adapt because they put it on console, so they have to make it work with controllers at that point. Um, and I think they did a great job with it. You know what I mean? So definitely check that out. Um, the next one I would say is uh Toxic Crusaders, which is a beat 'em up. Um, that I believe that was like an original, like old older game. Um, because I was looking it up and I don't know if it was like NES days or it was mm -hmm. just like an older game. And now they brought it back, right? And so it's a beat em up with like these sewer type monsters, <laughs> right? Um, so you have one guy that's like green monster looking, and you have a few characters. My favorite was like this wolf um mm -hmm. one, which is cool. His tongue is hanging out, he looks kind of crazy and stuff like that. Um, it's just a fun beat em up, like similar to like uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. A Shredder's uh, Revenge, out, yeah. Shredder's Revenge that came out last mm -hmm. year, which was at PAX too. Um and so uh, it was a very similar vibe, like the booth in terms mm -hmm. of like the art style and stuff like that. Um, I had a ton of fun with that. So that one does not have a date either. So the first two don't have dates. Um, Their so booth was really cool looking the way they had like yeah. the, the barrels and the like yes. the slime and everything like yeah. that. They're, they had like the really real cool. life size barrels and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It was, it was very, very cool. And that's another thing about packs or these type of events like. Games get that extra hype when you have such great design on the booth and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, for me, last year, it was Cult of the Lamb. Oh, Cult mm -hmm. of the Lamb at PAX was insane. It was, um, Devolver does their booths, like, so great. They even, this year, they had a good booth. They had, mm -hmm. like, almost like a movie theater style booth. Yeah. Really dope. Um, but last year, it was Cult of the Lamb, and you had this giant TV, like, this 80-inch uh, 4K TV. And everyone's lined up to play it. I'm like, what game is that? And and you see the lamb and it's like, oh man, it's just this huge booth. Mm -hmm. And this was before the game came out and everyone's like, oh man, what, what game is that? Um, so that ended up being like, you know, a, a big release when it came out. And I don't know, maybe you go by the booth. If you see a nice looking booth. Just go just, to it, man. <laughs> just, just be like, that game is going to be signed, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. So the next one... Um, was uh Mato Anomalies. So that comes out uh that came out on March 10th. So it's out already on PC. That one is like a what I wrote down is like a persona uh with like detective aspects to it. So I didn't play about, this one. This is the didn't? one I didn't play. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying about PAX. It's like there's so many games out there. Um so this one had like a persona feel. So it was like third person and I had like that anime's type feel and you're walking around trying to solve like this case mm -hmm. so you meet all these characters and it's based in uh japan so you get like that real life aspect and you feel like you're there in tokyo or something like that um it's, it's a pretty pretty dope experience it has like uh the combat is like persona in that sense where like you have like um it's like um uh the way the attacks you you know you choose to attack or defend or blah 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 and then you get like these characters that could fight for you. Um, so just like a persona, you know, like you, you could fight, but also like these other things uh could fight as well and and, and give extra damage. So that was that was a good one. I would I would say uh check it out because it came out on March 10th, uh for Steam and, and such such like that. 
Uh, the next one, Alone in the Dark. Did you play that one? Alone in the Dark? No, I didn't play that one either. Oh, man. So that was probably that side of the, like, packs, right? <laughs> so, so, um, so Alone in the Dark is, uh, like, a classic um, game franchise. Like, that IP has been around for, for years, mm -hmm. right? So this one, it's like a, um, it's a third-person horror kind of, like, mystery game where you just you're walk, walking around third person and you're trying to solve a mystery or whatever and you're trying to survive the horrors of of the environment the environment was cool it was, it was very like old um old school um uh maybe like 1800s type vibe oh that's cool uh, yeah so and then the you have like these um creatures and stuff like that you're going through this house and th there's some like um some spooks and stuff like that and that I thought the graphics looked pretty good. Um, that doesn't have a data either, but uh, look out for that. Mm -hmm. Then uh, I got two more. Um, one, uh, this one is called Scars Above. Oh, I played Scars Above. Mm -hmm. All right, cool, cool, cool. So that one's a third-person shooter. It has like a sci-fi feel, um, like almost like a Prometheus uh, alien type of vibe. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it's a you you walk almost like a and it looks a little bit like eternal in that sense where it has like that dark um vibe uh with with uh like creatures coming after you and you're shooting it down with a with a rifle and stuff um pretty pretty cool pretty cool um shooter i, I thought uh it came out february 28th for those who want to check that out and then for me my favorite game of packs um which i'm excited to play it comes out may 23rd um warhammer 40 40k bolt gun oh you're a warhammer fan yes yeah well mm -hmm. yeah actually i uh, i like it i appreciate it from like, like the outside you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i'm a little bit too like i i didn't grow up with it and i feel mm -hmm. like the lore is so crazy and and like the, you got the board game which is so expensive to get into you <laughs> know what i mean so i i would say i appreciate it from afar you know what i mean like i I, like if I were to go into a 40k convention right now, I would feel mm -hmm. lost, right? Like I appreciate, it, I love it. I don't really know much about it, you know what I mean? So I'm right there with you. I, I'm very much lost. Yeah, yeah. So a couple years ago, the the there was a humble bundle of like the books. There were like a ton of like novels, like like 30 different novels that uh, I was able to get that, um, uh, and 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 read some of it. So. Uh, it's a so this is this 40k bolt gun is like Doom meets Warhammer. Uh, it plays like the 1990s Doom too, so it looks just like it's a first person like 1996 Doom style, except you got Warhammer. Um, and you got like the shotgun, you're shooting monsters and stuff like that, and it's, it's just a dope experience. Um, that that was my uh, that was my favorite game. It was it was just. It was like playing Doom again. It was just so much fun. And it's like, you'd be surprised. Like, man, that, that game is so old. But it's like one of those endless classics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ton yeah. of fun. Um, That that comes out May 23rd. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Do you have Game Pass right now? Yes. I got a recommendation for you based on what okay. you just said. Play this game called Prodeus. Prodeus. Yeah, it's um let me make sure I have it spelled so correctly. D E U S, right? Yeah, yeah. Prodeus. Okay. Uh -huh. It is on Game Pass right now. It is very much 
the exact same thing is um the exact same thing is what you just mm -hmm. described warhammer 4k bolt gun it's so like, like it doom. even yeah it is very much that old school retro doom but like it feels kind of like doom meets halo but it has doom that old school dooms art style nice yeah and it is a very fun experience very quick very fast paced and the story is like just basically the same thing as dune it's like mm -hmm. you're being invaded by all these demons and such like that you have to take them what? Out. yeah but yeah the cool thing is is like people create their own maps in the game as well like there is so like you can go in there mm -hmm. and you can find like you can play the levels that other people have created like <laughs> i play crazy. yeah like you could play a level where like someone like they built almost like Minecraftian in a way to where like they built like a restaurant and you have to go through the restaurant trying to take down the demons as well. So what? check out, check out Proteus. Yeah. Oh man, I'm definitely gonna check it out. I wrote down Proteus. Uh -huh. It's Sweet. on Game Pass. It's on. I think it's cloud gaming as well. So if you want to check that out on your phone or something, with yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you can definitely do it as well. Uh huh. Nice, nice, nice. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, they all these are really good recommendations. So Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. What, what what about you? So what um what game stood out for you? Cause I know we we came in it differently. Like I came in more consumer, you came more uh media, right? You came mm -hmm. more uh I wouldn't say business like, but more more uh like a professional <laughs> outlook, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. So what about you in in that in that sense looking at it through those lens what what kind of games or what kind of experiences cuz the game could have been eh but the maybe the developer or or just like some sort of interview experience stood out for you yeah. impact yeah, that's a that's a good question and a good lead in by the way you you're doing your thing over there but <laughs> like yeah um it is one of those things to where like yeah you're you have like so many different people that you're meeting with and so many different like um appointments that you're going with like i have in my hand like all these different cards and everything like that each one of these are like business cards <laughs> by the wow. way they're not that's not playing cards these are business cards yeah, yeah. And, like so like every part you're meeting different people you're talking to them you're like um you're like talking about the games about like have uh, like there's stories about the game and different things like that then you're some of them you're trying out. Some of them, they, you know, they're, they're basically like, hey, you can demo with this in your own time. And they kind of give you a demo key and such mm -hmm. like that or like or a review key and such. So like that's that's the kind of difference there is like sometimes you don't get to like try out stuff, even though you like have made a time slot for it. But like you'll get to try it out at a later date, you know? Oh, OK. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool that, insight. Yeah. So that's that's a little bit of um, a different thing. And then like. And then they have like a lot of the booths or a lot of them, um, a lot of the booths on the floor will have like a media, like a media kiosk. So mm -hmm. you can um, just go in there and play it. Like if, if you have an appointment slot, they usually leave those kiosks open for media members and such. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you can immediately go in and get, get your impressions or like start your interview and, and all that kind of things. And then like on mm -hmm. the flip side though, like, um, yeah, meeting all these people and finding out about the inspiration behind the game. Like I said earlier, it, it hits a little different. Like it does, yeah. it adds a human level to it. Like a guy was talking about like how he came up with this game and like how personal it is to him. And you can feel that emotion. You can like hear that emotion in his voice. Mm -hmm. You can hear his like voice cracking as he's talking about something that's yeah. like intimate, almost like a child to him, you know? Like, <laughs> yes, yes. It's amazing. I love. I love that I've experienced this so many times in these like events 
when you speak mm -hmm. to the developers, that's it's their baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're looking at it and they look at the game differently too. They don't look at it as like, oh, it's a first person shooter. They look at it as their child like walking, you know what I mean? Like yeah, across the living room. Like mm -hmm. like anybody see a, a child walking through a living room, like oh, that's it's just a kid walking around. But a, to a parent, that's mm -hmm. like, oh my God, that's my baby walking around. You know what I mean? Like I can't believe it. It's the same <laughs> thing with developers, and you see them looking at their game through those lenses. It's 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 beautiful, man. Yeah, it's magic. Yeah. It really is. It really is magic. So it's like um, and then like playing some, sometimes it's hard to play those games when they're like right there above your shoulder too. Cause like, you're like, you don't want to see like you've never played a video game before. So like yeah. you're trying not to mess up quite, quite extensively or anything like that. So, and then like, you don't want to, you're not like there to give impressions or anything like that. So it's kind of like you're there hearing a story and they're doing like a back and forth interview. And then sometimes you play the game and sometimes you're just like talking to them one-on-one. -on -one. So it's, mm -hmm. or maybe, in, uh, maybe like three-on-one in some cases where you're talking to a group of developers or. Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. So it's, it is a little bit of a different experience because it's not like your experience. It sounds like you were going in and you're a pure consumer, you know, like on my side of things, it was like, Hey, like I am, here we'll make the connection first and if we get to play the game hurrah if we don't like we'll get to play the game down the road and like right. yeah is that is that sort of that's the sort of different things there but i did get to play a lot um a lot and like and we we like people in the media room were talking about like different games that kind of stood out to each one of us and like there were some that really were universally loved to one to where like it had that buzz around it it's almost like Imagine if you were you were eating at Chili's and mm -hmm. uh, you were eating at Chili's with all the people <laughs> from like IGN and GameSpot and everything yeah. like that on the day Hades or the day like Elden Ring came out and all these right, people right. got to play for the same time. And right. then like you're hearing that buzz and you know everyone's talking about right. like different aspects of it. That's what it was kind of like. And, you know, there's a couple of games that kind of hit like that. There's like um, there was Slay the Princess is one that really, really mm, had that juice to it it yeah it had that juice it had that buzz it felt like it like i kid you not it felt like lebron was stepping onto the court for the first time and you in like i don't know if you're a big basketball person but like there was like lebron's first game they had there was a mummer around because this was like a major high schooler stepping onto the court <laughs> and like espn and sports yeah. illustrated at that time were like talking about like this could be the next jordan and so like when he wow. stepped onto that court for the first time there was a buzz in the air yeah, you know yeah. like and this Dang. kind of this kind of felt like a little bit about like that. It felt like, oh man, this game had a juice to it. It had like mm -hmm. a buzz in the air where people were talking about like, hey, that first that first chapter of Slay the Princess though, like, wow, what'd you think? Yeah, like what'd you think? And they, we were we were all comparing like notes, like what'd you do differently, or mm -hmm. how how did that first episode end for you? And then right. and then. To hear how that first episode ends and the way that episode, like that chapter two begins, it almost felt like you remember. Did you ever get a chance to play Telltale: The Walking Dead? Yes, yes. Like the first, like the first the, season, the first we, one for sure. Yeah, it almost felt kind of like the story feels kind of like that, except it's not a Telltale game. It is still like a almost like point and click, choose your own adventure, light RPG element, like different dramatic branching kind of narrative kind of game. Mm -hmm. It feels like that, but in a psychological like thriller environment. And wow. yeah, where, yeah, that game has some juice to it. It's definitely not for kids. This is definitely an M rated game, but like 
it's got a, it had some buzz to it. And then there was another one, um, Mina Mina the Hollower was another one that people were like, "Oh, this is this is this is the one that was promised." Like, mm-hmm. wow, it's by Yacht Club Games. It is oh, like, okay, okay, yeah, it's by Yacht Club Games. They they've they've had quite a lineage, you know, like um. Lately, they've been throwing out some bangers there, but this, mm-hmm. yeah, this had a little buzz too, and it it has a little bit of a retro kind of almost like NES feel to it, but it feels what? like it could have been made by like by like like maybe Nintendo from back in the day. Like it has that kind of like wow. feel to it. Yeah, what's it called? Mina the Hollower. Mina the Hollower. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like this is the like. Yacht Club games for people who don't know, like they did the shovelware, uh, like the shovel, shovel night, yeah, yeah, the shovel night series and such like that. So they they really got a, they're they're top they're they're top of the game when it comes to indies. I would probably say at least top ten, yeah, at least the top ten in mm-hmm. the top ten studios of indie developers right now. Like I would probably throw in, um, I'd probably throw in Devolver Digital there as Devolver's, well. Devolver's yeah, Devolver's yeah. probably number one for me. Oh, uh, are they really? Yeah, the yeah, Devolver. I just love their vibe. Like not just the games, like you're saying. Like some mm. things are past the games. Like developers, I feel like I would love to work there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's one of those, like the like the ads they do, just the fun they have. You know what I mean? Like they're the they're the mo- they're one of the ones like during the summer or like E3 at mm. times and stuff like that. Like like those are the the developers I'm looking forward to the most. You know what I mean? To see what kind of wacky things they're gonna talk about or do say. <laughs> I understand. I'm right there with you. Like I think yeah. my number one right now is Supergiant, the team who did like Hades and Bastion and and Transistor oh, yeah. and all that. Like those are probably my number one indie developers. But like. Devolver Digital is like up there. They probably have one of my most anticipated games of the year um this year, and that's like Gunbrella coming out. Gunbrella? Gunbrella, yeah. And oh, okay. It, yeah, like oh, it's I I got I got a little bit of a taste of that one and that one. Oh, I'm gonna have to play that day one. It, yeah, it's got the juice. It's got the what? juice. Yeah, that yeah, one. I didn't see that either, man. Some of these bangers that I didn't see, man. Yeah, there there's some of them that are really good. Um, did you get to play Undisputed, the new boxing game? Yes. Yeah, that was fun. That was that a, was that was fun. Um, I was I was playing Muhammad Ali. I was, yeah, I was, you know, s- sticking and moving and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It, was, it felt good. It felt good. Yeah, th- there's there's a lot of um some really good games. Um, I recently reviewed um the what was it the Mage Seeker the League of Legends story. It was at PAX mm-hmm. as well, and it is from the same team who did um. It's from Digital Sun, who's the same team that did um Moonlighter. Moonlighter is an oh, indie okay, game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Moonlighter is a really good indie game. It's currently on Game Pass right now, but like they did that game and it feels like Hades in a linear game. Like if they made a linear hallway story, like here's my pitch for, wow. for the Mage Seeker. If Hades and old school retro God of War had a baby, it would be what? this game. Like what? it feels like Kratos, like God of War Kratos before the North Saga to where you were. Yeah, so to where wow. you were going around killing and like all the yeah. great gods, like it feels like that game, except in a Hades kind of way in in this kind of environment, in that mm-hmm. 2D pixel art environment. And I it, it's phenomenal. It's really good. Um which one yeah. is that? That's um Um that is um, the Mage Seeker A League of Legends story. Mage Seeker? Oh man, you're gonna have to send me this list. Man. Yeah, for like sure. All of a sudden. Yeah, for sure. All it's these so- games are look looking really good. 
there's some bangers out there. There's some bangers out there. But yeah, it is it's been a hell of a year of in video games. And we still got a, like a lot coming on. I think like Strayed Lights is another game that um that a lot of people are probably going to be talking about um at least a little bit over the next couple of days. It's going to get lost underneath the the Zelda and um in Star Wars kind of like Shadow, but like still it is it's a game that I feel like might be a super hit for any game of the year as well. So mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of bangers out there like lot of bangers this one what um like speaking of indie game of the year this these two wasn't at pax but like they were ones to keep your eyes on for the indie game of the year and that's dredge and that's d-e-r-d-g-e and it's like you're just Mm -hmm. that one's really good really good and then have a nice death is like phenomenal. I love Have a Nice Death. It is a yeah. rogue a rogue like Have a nice game. death, yeah. Yeah, it's a roguelike game. It was on um I believe like a um Nintendo indie show showcase not too uh-huh. long ago and it's oh, really, really good. Mm. Yeah, it's really good as well. Yeah, did you did you see the um the 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 indie uh indie direct that was today yeah today yeah um yeah. as of this recording everyone we're recording on the 19th um, yeah on april 19th there was a nintendo indie showcase today it was decent i, I didn't see anything that like was 10 out of 10 for me but like I, i'm gonna play more cult of the lamb but because the, mm-hmm. they they showed the new dlc for that but like other than that i'm like i'll play a lot of those games but like none of them felt like oh i gotta stop I gotta stop everything and play this immediately, you know? <laughs> which is kind of how it is for the the indie stuff that Nintendo puts out. Like, there's there's some stuff like, oh man, you know, it's kind of cool to to check out, but not nothing that's like, whoa, uh, I need I need to stop what I'm doing, check uh, check this out right now. Especially the this this showcase had a lot of games that are not coming out anytime soon, anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, you had like six months six months six months down the line and stuff. Um, I, I think the uh the the what is that the cooking one seemed seemed kind of cool. Yeah, but um, it seems like overcooked, but in a different kind yeah, of way. Uh-huh. I'm I'm I was thinking it was like the same company because if not, then isn't that like a copyright? Like <laughs> like it was almost exactly what overcooked is. Mm-hmm. Four players, you you're you're cooking, you're serving, and stuff like that. The only difference is it takes it to the next level where you're actually setting up tables. You're you're setting up the restaurant. So you got tables and chairs and and all this stuff, and then you have to like, then you then you cook and serve and and do the dishes, kind of like an overcooked, which is, which is still one of the one of the, like the best um, ways to end a relationship. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It really is. Like, you play that with your your loved one, and then you're no love no longer loved ones. <laughs> the, yeah, for real though. The game we're talking about right now is called Played Up. By the way, Plate Played Up. up yes. Yeah, yeah Played it, Up. And it arrives on Switch this October. It looks fun. Um, but like you said, it's it seems like it's taking a little bit more of a a holistic manager approach to, instead mm-hmm. of you just like serving everything you kind of have to run the whole entire restaurant in the kitchen so that one looks interesting yeah i i'm i'm looking forward to that one well you did you have anything else besides um that one that kind of stood out to you um no nah, not not really it, it wasn't like a a great uh showcase in my opinion so yeah i don't know I've, of course called to the land but i haven't even i haven't even touched it yet so i'm not even like thinking about dlc right now you know like again i'm trying to like finish all these other games first <laughs> i still got to get to cult of the lamb um so i'm like behind i'm way behind on, on stuff which is which is a good thing you know what i mean yeah you know? yeah 
And you still got a long list of games to play, so that's always mm -hmm. good. I'm gonna play um um Rift of the Necro Dancer because I got I that's another one that they showed at this showcase yeah. that was also at PAX East as well. Yeah, it, look, it looks it looks cool. Any any mm -hmm. any of those like rhythm type games. Yeah. Um, after Hyper Rush, I'm like, give me some more rhythm, man. I love it. Give me some, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, just it's a, it's a, it's a, like a game that hits your soul. You know what I mean? It's, it's a vibe, like, yeah. It's a vibe. It's yeah. a good vibe too. It's a good vibe. So, what are the games you're gonna be playing for the next couple of weeks? Oh man, so um, uh, so you know, I go through like my consoles kind of like, I, I try to switch in between them too. Mm -hmm. So I got the PlayStation, the Xbox, the Switch, right? So I got Hogwarts Legacy on PS5. Um, Then I think I'm going to dust off my Xbox, right? Because it's been a minute. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I have, um, I got some, some couple like Game Pass games to, to, mm -hmm. to look at. I got Hi-Fi Rush. It's probably going to be the first one I play on Xbox to finish that. Um, the the switch again. I have a uh, Cold to the Land, but I also have to Xenoblade, uh, right? do, do a little bit more to Xenoblade. I gotta you know uh, you know work on that a little bit. Um, man, there's so many games, man. The, the Game Pass has so much too. Like I haven't even touched the Persona stuff that came on Game Pass. Mm -hmm. So like Persona Three, Four, Golden. Oh man, I'm missing out on so much stuff. So many experiences. Um, uh, what what else? Uh. You know, you got Redfall. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to Redfall only because mm -hmm. it's different. You know, what I mean, there's there's certain games like I didn't get to this year because I didn't. I already played them, so there's no rush for it. Like Dead Space, mm -hmm. the Dead Space remake, I didn't play it yet. Um, um, Resident Evil Four, I didn't play it yet, only because I played that multiple times. So I, you know, there's no rush for it. You know, yeah. what I mean, um, I'll get to it eventually. Um, uh, so I'm gonna be getting back into Game Pass. Uh, and then, uh, and then in June, you got Diablo. Um, uh, so we'll see. Uh, Je Jedi, I might, I might check out Jedi. Jedi, yeah, that looks fun. Survivor, Oof. yeah, first one was good, man. First that one was looks good. fun. I'm, I'm excited for that one. And I, I'm a huge Star Wars guy, so we, you know, uh, I might be playing Jedi. Um, so when that comes out, when does that come out? April, twenty, April twenty eighth. I want to say. Yeah, that's that's right around the corner. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so the, that yeah, the next couple of weeks I'm gonna be uh, pretty busy with some games, man. What about you? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be playing um Jedi Survivor. I'll be playing a little um WWE 2K23. I've been oh, hooked nice. on that like crack lately, so I've been playing. I'll play you, a little uh, bit. You, you got a character? You create your own character? Oh yeah, I, I create my own character. I got like the SmackDown. Do you use like the photo? I mean, do you use, like the nah, make it look I can't like do you? that. Nah, I can't do that. Uh, they, it always looks weird. I got this little peanut head man that never works well. So <laughs> <laughs> never works well. So I always have to I always have to kind of like take my own kind of liberties and kind of create yeah, yeah. my own for scratch. So that's yeah. good. It's all good. Yeah. So I, it, yeah, that, you know what? I saw a little bit of WrestleMania. Um, this, uh, it was a two day event this mm -hmm. year and I haven't seen wrestling in like, I don't know, 20 years, maybe like mm -hmm. back in like stone cold and the rock, in the rocks era. Uh -huh. Yeah, That, that was what, 20 years ago, probably, you know, yeah. just Eesh, time is flying, man. It so really I haven't is. seen wrestling in so long, and I watched it. And I had a ton of fun, man. It's it's a good time right now. It's a good time to get back into it. It really is. Yeah, yeah. That's, good, that's good, man. So anyone who's listening out there like me that is like hasn't hasn't been on wrestling mm -hmm. in a while, like fell off, and um, me, I'm the type that like I used to watch with my grandmother when I was a baby mm -hmm. and Same, a kid. Man. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, every time the good person win, my grandmother screams, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, and yeah, it's just wrestling was, oh, this was so much fun back then. You know, I had that phase where I was like, it's real, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, you're a kid. <laughs> you would die for it, basically. It's, I, yeah, I swear yeah. it's real. It's you not fake. It. My father's like, come yeah. on. <laughs> it's, it's he's trying to like uh pop my bubble it's mm-hmm. like it, it's like it's scripted you know we mm-hmm. really know who's gonna win and stuff but i mean even if you know like it's still fun like yeah WrestleMania, sure. like um who is it uh uh what's that um the 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 pop star celebrity guy um, oh um logan paul uh-huh yes yes logan paul like, you yeah. know he was gonna lose right yeah but the way they they went back and forth back mm-hmm. and forth like there's adrenaline that's kicking in dopamine hit like you know what I mean? like, mm. still having fun whether you know what's gonna happen or not like it's the I journey have... more so than it is the end result Right, right. And and mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like people, you know, like um uh Shane McMahon did get hurt. Yeah. I mean, like certain things can happen, you know, like uh people do get hurt, even though it's you know, it's quote unquote mm-hmm. fake, you know what I mean? Like it's it's still in the athletic thing. It's almost like the circus, you know what I mean? Like people could get hurt, but they're professionals and they're doing stuff that's yeah, it could be scripted, but but so what? It's it still could something could happen, you know what I mean? Like it's it's still entertaining at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Like that's why it used to be WWE, you know, like uh uh world wrestling entertainment. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean? like um I, I, I thought it was cool. I, I might get back into it, which is which it's is fun. kinda exciting, you know. It's a fun time right now. It's a fun time, especially with um Triple H kind of leading creative. It's like yeah, his his new spin on it. It feels like a new era, so yeah, it's a fun. Um, it's been Hunter a fun Hurst time. Homesley. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, was so his, you remember? With yeah, the yeah, of course. And everything. A, oh, uh-huh. I used to hate him. You come in all like, uh, <laughs> just boo him. Boo. Yeah, exactly. All, like, oh man, confidence a thousand percent. Uh, exactly yeah Yeah, wrestling's cool man wrestling's cool man yeah it's fun and then the wwe game is pretty fun as well like i if it feels better than it has in a really long time it feels like they're they're moving towards like a a premium product i will say that like it's not necessarily like i think there's still a lot of room for improvement but it does feel like they're moving towards a premium product here wow that's exciting yeah yeah like in a way that like nba 2k if if it didn't have microtransactions and stuff like that, it would be mm-hmm. like probably the most premium, most premium, high polished sports game in the world that didn't have any problems. So you know, like nobody uh-huh. talks bad about NBA 2K other than the microtransactions. You know, yeah, like yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it. This kind of feels like it's getting to that level now, and and wow. that's yeah, I think that's high praise. Like, but does um, it does it have like a story mode in it? Yeah, for sure, it has like a career mode that you can um, like you can create your guy, you can f- follow a career path and all that kind of stuff. So, wow, yeah, that's I would cool. definitely recommend it. Like, it, for in your case though, I'd recommend like as a lapse kind of like um WWE fan and such like that. I'd recommend just waiting for a sale because like by the time by like four months time, this is gonna be half off, guaranteed. Yeah, so is I'd, it that different from last year's? Because last year we had a buzz of it being like. Pretty, yeah pretty good too yeah i would probably say like it's i would probably say it's 0. 0.5 like it, it feels like it doesn't feel like and 0. 0.5 what i mean by like it doesn't feel like it's necessarily like at the next game it feels like a 0. 0.5 like they made all the improvements that you wanted to see from last year's game okay yeah but like besides uh, improvement roster they did add like stamina and such like that that kind of makes 
it kind of makes it feel like it's a a slugfest. Like it, you mm -hmm. actually feel tired, when, like your character feels tired and such like that. Adds a whole new dynamic and layer to it. So like it does feel like there are certain nuances that you that they do like that this year's does have that like people mm -hmm. who didn't necessarily like who does who's not played like in depth from last year like they probably won't notice that though because it's so small like they'll probably mm -hmm. say oh well like i'm 10 minutes into the match and my character's move is sluggish like this game feels slow you know like but there's a reason for that you're like you're 10 minutes you can see your character perspirating and sweating a lot more wow. so yeah that's that's what i'm saying it's little nuances that yeah yeah that i feel like if you're like really into it you notice and you appreciate more you know that, so. that's exciting stuff man especially when i got that little taste during wrestlemania i'm yeah. like wow wrestling uh it's, it's pretty fun still yeah so yeah. so the, but the final question so like uh well actually two two questions yeah go ahead so um when you do career mode stuff like that it's only it's against like the current players or do you play uh or do you fight against like the older um wrestlers as well it's mostly the current roster okay, yes okay. but like that makes, they that do makes have they do have a little throwback, like, Easter egg moments. But for the most part, you're always facing it. It's, like, current okay. roster people, yeah. But if you wanted to, you could, like, do an exhibition that's not career mode and play, like... Oh, yeah, against all the legends. The yeah. Rock and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, all the legends. So, like, cool. Yeah, and even then, they have, like, a management, um, a management aspect mode to where you can kind of manage your own show. And, like, from oh. the, that one's really good. That, that's that cool. to me, is where you kind of get your bang for your buck there. Like, yeah. It turns like a 10 hour experience into a 60 hour experience easy because it's like that is one of those like podcast kind of mode to where like you can get mindlessly lost into that kind of thing and then just turn <laughs> on a podcast and just lose a whole day to it. Mm -hmm. That that's to me is like where the real bang for the buck of this game comes from. And so I have I haven't played in so long um a wrestling game so what mm. is the, like the combat like is it is it like an easy way to pick up and play or do you have to like learn the mechanics and stuff like that and it might take you some time it's a mixture i would say it's it's a right in between those two that two descriptions that what you just said like mm -hmm. there is a a learning curve to it but i feel like it is more pick up and play than what it was when 2k was doing it back in the 2010s like mm -hmm. now it feels like it's a combo based system to where like you can kind of like do um let's just use an example of like square 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 x and I'm talking about the PlayStation side of things of course but like if you mm -hmm. do that it's a light attack light attack light attack and then a heavy strike and you can kind of see how like different people like Rey Mysterio a, a superstar you probably know from back in the day yeah, like yeah, yeah. he'll do like uh, a punch a chop a kick of like a low kick and then he'll probably do like a hurricane rana at the end and like that kind of movement it takes a little bit to learn those types of nuances and like those type of combos but like it feels like easy easy enough to where like oh like you do that for about five minutes okay i get i i now know how like i can do that combo for every single wrestler going forward you know right. even though they have they may have different like in results and different like outcomes it's not a hurricane rana for everybody but like I now know that combo translates across the board. So, oh, cool. yeah, so it has a little bit more of a pick up and play factor to it. Like, mm -hmm. um, like I would say if you and I were pl like playing on the couch right now, like 
in an hour's time, you'd be proficient enough to where you'd be like, okay, like you can take the kick gloves off, you know, like, right, right. yeah, you, you know, or like you would be like, say I will, if you and I were playing on the couch and I went to go like get, get some burgers off the grill and such like that, you'd play against the computer and you'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm waxing the computer at this point, you know? Mm -hmm. So it, I think it's that, that level of pick up and play friendly. Cool, cool, cool. And, uh, have you, have you tried it online? Um, I, I, I have not. I've, um, oh, okay. I'm usually like a single player kind of guy. So like mm -hmm. I, I mostly do stick to the single player modes, especially in sports simulators. Like I'm a 2K guy. I'll play the Madden games. Um, MLB, the show is on um, Game Pass recently. Yeah. I've been, yeah, I've been diving into a little bit of that. And mm -hmm. I've, I, I probably should try the online modes, but I've always stuck to like the single player or the career modes because I kind of want to see what it's like. And also, I don't like waiting for matches, so I'm like that—that's <laughs> kind of like my personality there. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So okay. like, yeah, those those are the kind of things I usually lean towards when I'm playing like a sports sim kind of game. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's that's cool, man. That's cool. I I definitely want to check it out. Probably when it's on sale. I would advise um, that. But yeah. I said that I said that last year too. So I got to figure out like how I'm gonna get this because uh, I would say like this year I'm a little bit more excited. Mm -hmm. uh, and more like tempted to play, which is which is good. Um, so I, I definitely want to check it out. I would sure. say by August is like that prime pick up and play time. Or if you and like, if you waited that long, there's also like Black Friday when this is probably gonna be like twenty dollars is like a mm -hmm. good good marker as well. Like, yeah. and then um I believe like the old the older adaptation like I think it's twenty twenty two is on like playstation plus extra you know like so oh, like wow. you can kind of try it out so like that sort of thing is like little little like avenues i'd look for as a if you just want to play while waiting but like there's mm -hmm. another game um called wrestle quest it's an arcadey game um that was at pax east and it's more like yeah yeah and they had the big I didn't wrestling play, ring but I, yeah. I saw it yeah yeah, they had the big wrestling ring there at PAX. I'm like, right. that's, that's a fun experience. And I think that's coming out like in a couple months as well. So, yeah, it has like that old school type of wrestling. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like SNES, I think, style. It's, yeah. it's SNES, but it's also, it's a turn-based style. So it mixes that, all those nuances of like, you are still performing those moves, but in almost like a um, old school Final Fantasy way to where like, it, you'll have like a drop down menu and it has like um like heavy attack or run the rope strike and mm. or it'll have like um you knock somebody down and I, oh you knock somebody down this go around so like you get an extra move and then that extra move you can climb up to the top rope and jump off or something like that That's you know cool. yeah so like it has little things like that so like if you're an rpg player it mixes those two elements in really well that's that's really cool because when you think about wrestling, you like it definitely has some RPG elements mm -hmm. to it, especially when like you're a new wrestler, you're on the come up, yeah, and uh, and you level up as as you start winning matches and stuff like that, and then you get to the top, and then you got to beat the big boss, which is in you know the main main event and uh, whatever pay per view and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So definitely some RPG elements in in wrestling. So it's cool that they found a a video game. Uh, way to to bring that out That's yeah cool. for sure and then like they um have some real life in like people in there even though they're not licensed by like wwe or anything like that they do have some like real life um licenses for wrestlers from back in the day such as like andre the giant is in this game like you have rick flair in this game as well so wow. like different people like 
in the old school era of wrestling it's like it's like it's almost like a paying a love letter to like wrestling's pride like past yeah, as yeah. well so like yeah it's a really cool element before but before we go though i got to say it's been really cool having you on the show michael we've been playing yeah, we've been talking yeah we've been talking a lot and we i've been loving every second of it but before we go though where can the good people find you Oh, you could find me mainly on Twitter. That's that's why I am when it, when it comes to the gaming community. Um, tune underscore medic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's T O O N underscore M E D I C. Um, I'm on there. You know, uh, talking about games. I share whatever screenshots or or videos sometimes of of things that I'm playing, and uh, I love I love talking to the community. Um, yeah, that that's that's basically the main place you can find me. Um, I'm on some discords here and there. Um, the biggest one is the, the gamer tag radio one is a pretty, pretty dope community. So I'm there if, uh, if you want to chat over there as well. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Last question of the show. You, this show is all about video game recommendations. You know, we recommend single player games to other people. What is your video game recommendation for this episode? Oh man, that's a that's an easy one. That's the one we basically started with. That's gonna be uh Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts Legacy. What, Hogwarts what Legacy is yeah, yeah. You you definitely want to check that out. Um it's 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 got its problems, uh, like Sebastian was saying. Um, you know, with the with the world and like some of it is like a little bit like not not on par with, with the IP, but there's if you do like Harry Potter, this is like your this is your game right here. You were, um, this is, they, they put so much into this game. It, it, it's like every time you play it, there's more and more of, of, uh, of the world. Uh, there's so much detail in it. You know what I mean? Like, um, uh, it's, it's so much fun. It's a great single play experience and there's a lot there. You're going to get a lot for your money. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I love it. The combat is great. The the it just feels good to play. It looks looks pretty, and uh, the world is unbelievable. And enjoy it. All right, all right. So, everyone, his suggestion is Hogwarts Legacy. Definitely go check that out. What house are you in in the game? Oh, that uh, Gryffindor. 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 I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? I forgot. To... Oh man, I'm in the loyal house of Hufflepuff. Wow, yeah. my wife is Hufflepuff. Oh yeah, yeah. She has good taste. <laughs> the yellow and black. Yeah. Black and sure. yellow, black and yellow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we as back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's was... cool, man. Uh um it's so when uh did you have like a certain uh, Cause I know one of the houses you get to go to Azkaban. That Was is it... the, that's Hufflepuff. What? Only. That's only Hufflepuff. Yeah. So you you got to go there in the beginning of the game, or? Yeah, I mean it's it's closer towards like the ten hour marker, but I mean oh. it's so as like a mission, I guess. Yeah, it's a it's a side mission, and it's not really it's not as big a deal as like like people make it out to be, but like you do get to go there. Like you question someone. I'm not gonna spoil like the whole mission plot, but like. Mm-hmm. You question someone and then you just leave. Like you don't actually get to roam around Azkaban or anything like that. It's not oh, okay, like, okay. It's not like Azkaban, like they it's not like they did like the whole thing of Azkaban. It's basically like one hallway and a cutscene and you're out <laughs> of Azkaban. And they, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, you do get to see some Dementors, but like that's, oh, okay. That's yeah, but cool. that's it. Yeah. That's that's cool. Yeah. I, I wish 
I would I almost wish you would have got to like face the Dementors though. You know, like but then Oh uh, like, yeah. You know, like, like a Patronus. Yeah, that would have been so dope. That's one of my favorite parts in the whole series, man. Mm -hmm. When he when he screams, I expect the Patronus. Patronus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that I'm right there with you. And like the fact that that's missing feels like just a missed opportunity. So like, mm -hmm. yeah, I I wish that was like I wish that was a part of it. But alas, it's unfortunately it's not. But like yeah, it's um, it was it was just a small little experience. It's nothing like super major. You really didn't miss out on a whole lot. But mm -hmm. if you wanted to restart the game just to like do that one part, like I'd understand. But you're not, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I know, like, I think to get the platinum, you do have to like at least start the game as all four houses. So really? I, yeah, I've seen some people like go back and and just start the game, and I think they do like the first hour for each house, and you'll at least get that trophy. Oh wow! Okay, good to know because I I would like to platinum that game. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not normally a big platinum guy, but this game is just one of those games where you just feel like, you know, you want to do everything you can. Like that that game was that game was it for me so far this year. Like it was, it was a game where like you want to complete it, you want to enjoy as much out of it, you want to squeeze as much of the experience of that game as much as you can, which is which is uh. Which is uh very very unexpected. I was not ex you know expecting that. That's great because I was going. I was one of those people who like I was doing everything and then I got tired. I got burnt out real hard and so like I after I got burned out I was just like I'm mainlining this now and it got to I think I got to I want to say around level thirty nine I think level mm -hmm. thirty nine and then like. Then I started mainlining everything, and after and I just crucioing everybody, right? You just what's like, so bad about crucial, it? Crucial. I, was, like, <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm still not gonna do, use that curse. But it was like, yeah, it was it was a little harder because I was so stubborn about not using about using unforgivable curses. Yeah, although one could argue every single spell you're doing is an unforgivable. Is unforgivable. <laughs> yeah, you you still murking people. I'm like, at what point do you just? Yeah, like, you could argue your character should be in. Ask a band like within like three hours of the game. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Easy money for sure. You, yeah. Sebastian, and all your little friends should just be an Ask yeah. a band, basically. Yeah, for real. Not not to mention the magics. You know, when you get that magic power, and you could just turn someone into a chicken. You know, mm -hmm. with the L one hour, like you just change them to an animal. My God. You know, you know what this makes me like. Um, and not to just super dive into Hogwarts Legacy, but this makes me feel like. This is what this could be a very good sample size for what um fable the next fable game could be like. Yeah. Yeah, at least like look like and feel like as mm -hmm. far as like the presentation of it, you know. Cuz they're very similar games if you think about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure and I'm really excited for Fable. Uh I loved the trilogy, the original. Um I loved uh growing up with the character um, I hope they do that here too. Like I would love to start as a kid and just do things and then just keep it the same. You know what I mean? Like you could either be good, you could be bad, you know what I mean? And you start as a child and you work your way up and the village is yours. You, you know, the neighbors, you grew up with the neighbors and then you could decide like what kind of person you're going to be like, man, that's, that's so exciting uh, of a gameplay uh, mechanic that we need more of i feel like we they need more of that that rpg element of like growing up yeah for developing sure. not just developing skills developing as a as a character physically you know yeah for sure i'm right there with you 
Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. Well, Michael, we've been talking a lot, and I know you probably got to eat some dinner because I know my stomach's good. <laughs> I know my stomach's growling. So, anyways, oh, yeah. thank you so much for being on the show today. We're gonna have you back real soon, as soon as you're available, man. I'm down to just nerd out like this all the time. So, like, okay, cool, let cool, me cool. let me know, and we'll have you on the show all the time. We'll talk about the 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 games that we're playing in the news and whatnot. So, everyone, be on the lookout for that. Until next time, I've been Sebastian. That's been Michael, and we're out. Peace. Peace. So that's a wrap for today's episode. I want to give a special shout out and thank you to Michael Santiago for being a guest on the show. I also want to let you know about the Single Player Experience Discord server. It's the perfect place for single player gamers to talk about the good single player games they've been playing lately and to get video game recommendations. Think of it kind of like a book club for single player gamers. The link to join will be in the description. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list, talk about the good games you've been playing, or give your feedback on the show. If you have a game that you think should be recommended or that you think I should talk about, let me know in the single player experience discord server. I'll see you there. Before we go, I just want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace!